0: And welcome to this month's podcast, steering towards a better future. Thanks for last month, and to care and support for their feature, which was absolutely brilliant. And obviously, thank you to everybody who entered our competition, Bolton Wonders. The winner has been notified, so your vouchers are on your way. Okay, so let's uh, find out what you've been up to, then, Steve. Anything exciting going off?
1: Yeah, I'm involved in a number of interesting projects at the moment. Of course it's summer, so we've got a range of community events planned that we'll be getting involved with and promoting our services to customers. And I've also been involved in a really interesting project which is going to feature in the podcast a bit later on. That project's been in Sheffield at a place called Flox and Court, so we'll catch up with that a bit later.
0: Great stuff. And I've been out and about now, obviously finished my secondment, so I'm back to Business Enterprise Coaching picked up some brilliant new customers who are looking to set up their own businesses. So that's exciting. But anyway, let's have a listen to what you got up to over at Flockton. Do you want to tell us a bit about this month's feature?
1: Yeah, Flockton Court in Sheffield is a a scheme where we've got a uh, project involving a number of members of staff, so we've got people from the income team and the neighbourhood officers. And we're really working to try and improve the appearance and the overall sustainability of the scheme. And one of the most interesting aspects is that we've actually got some customers involved on the project group.
0: Great stuff, right, okay, well let's have a listen.
1: So I'm here this morning with Julian Kelly, who's a neighbourhood services team leader in our Sheffield office that covers the south area. And Julian's been leading a team of staff on a project in Sheffield at Floxham Court. Julian, do you want to tell us a bit about the scheme?
2: Um, yeah, Flockton Court is right in the centre of Sheffield. And before I came to the South area, I'd, I'd heard a lot about it, but never visited it. And, you know, it really, for me, should be a, a flagship scheme for the organisation. As I say, it's banging in the centre of Sheffield, and we've often struggled to let it in the past. And I wanted to see what we could do about that as an organisation. So letting it more quickly, but also addressing any other problems that this scheme may have. So on visiting the scheme, I kind of got to realise that, much like a lot of social housing schemes, it felt to me very institutionalised, very staid. And I thought, that doesn't attract the the kind of people perhaps we want to attract. and So it, it perpetuates this thing about social housing that is only really housing people in need perhaps living on the margins, and that's not what social housing is about. It's about meeting a demand and meeting a need for people who perhaps can't afford um, housing in the in the general population.
1: That's great, Julian. So, so how is the approach to to what we're doing at Flockton different to, to the way uh, Yorkshire Housing manages its other stock?
2: Well, for me, it, it was really key that we got residents involved in shaping how we deliver our services. Um, and how we change the, the the outlook of the scheme and if you if you take that approach whatever you try to do if it has the backing of residents within the scheme you're going to have more chance of success in bringing about changes to improve the lives of people in there so we set up a steering group uh, initially of members of staff who had a vested interest in in the scheme so in our know, community Involvement advisors and then income advisors and neighbourhood officers. officers—all people who worked within the scheme and we began talking about how we could shape it and how we could, what improvements could be brought about Um, and then more recently and this was fundamental to the whole thing was was getting residents directly involved in that group helping us make those decisions and that's something that that very rarely happens in, in Yorkshire Housing. I certainly don't know of any other scheme that has residents on what is effectively a management board. That was, that was key. So what we've done is go into residents, so we've not just simply selected people, we've, we've gone through due process uh, whereby we've got two people who are acting as community champions, effectively the voice of the residents working with us to, to bring about improvements to the scheme.
1: Great stuff, so what are some of the issues we'll be looking to address through the project?
2: Um, we want to look at the, the street scene, so the the view of the property to people walking past, so, so that's probably a longer term project, but certainly trying to improve the outlook, because we're, we're in competition with a lot of other blocks of apartments in the area, and they're far more modern and far more inviting in than ours, so I think we, we need to address that at some point. Inside the building itself, uh, as i said before it was a little bit institutionalized the walls were all the same color there was a lovely smell of cleaning products that that perhaps you don't get elsewhere and so I'd like to get the management committee to look at how we can brighten up the inside of the scheme and again make that more inviting, give them a sense of ownership of the of the inside. But I guess the, the biggest and most exciting part of it, the, the actual inside of the scheme, is an open space that is not used at all by residents on the scheme and it, and it offers a little oasis in the middle of the city for residents to enable them to get out of their apartments, out of their flats. There's a large green space um, that can be developed in all sorts of ways for leisure, for the community to come together, all sorts of things. And I really want the the working group to develop that with residents in mind so that we can really promote the opportunity to use that, that space. Thank you very much, Julian. Thank you.
0: Brilliant. Well, it sounds like customers at Flockton are really trying to get involved. You've got a couple of really good champions there. So let's hope that that's something that we can replicate in other schemes that we've got across the region.
1: Yeah, we think it's going to be a good model because we need to find out what the needs and preferences of our customers are and incorporate those into our plans for managing the stock. So yeah, yeah.
0: Brilliant. Okie dokie, so that takes us on to our monthly competition, Bolton Wonders. As always, our director David Bolton has been out and about somewhere in Yorkshire, but we want you to guess where he has been. If you think you know, email your answer to podcast at yorkshirehousing.co.uk.
3: Today I have arrived by train into a beautiful railway station. In fact this city is the home of the National Railway Museum. This city dates back to the Roman times and is one of the few historic wall cities. There is so much history here, that's why outside of London it's one of our country's major tourist destinations. Not only tourists flock to this city but so do students and plenty of them. With two major universities as well as a number of colleges this city is always high on the list of would-be freshers. It's a shame there isn't a race meeting on today, because this city has a beautiful race course and was even the home of Royal Ascot back in 2005. It is, however, home of the annual classic race event, the E-boy. So many famous people can be traced back to this city too. I'm sure most of you will have heard of Dame Judi Dench, famous for her role as M in the James Bond movies. And how about the two guys? Guy Fawkes and Guy Mowbray, both originally come from this city. Right, I need to get back to the station to catch the train. But it only takes about 25 minutes to get back to Leeds from here. But where am I?
1: That sounds great. And so don't forget, if you want to enter our competition, please email us at podcast at yorkshirehousing.co uk
0: okay so i'm just going to talk a little bit about the employment and enterprise service that yorkshire housing offers within yorkshire housing we have dedicated employment and enterprise coaches and i don't know if you know what that means steve but basically we have dedicated guys that go out and support our tenants around um looking for new looking for a new job um getting back into work any training opportunities that there might be And also we have enterprise coaches that go out and support customers if they'd like to be self-employed or start a business. Or if customers are actually already self-employed, but they need to increase their turnover, get more customers, etc, etc. So if you do want some support, then it's totally free of charge and part of your tenancy. You can email the guys at yhee at yorkshirehousing.co.uk or you can always phone 0345 4404 and asked to speak to somebody in the Employment and Enterprise team. Great. Ah, but that's not all you've been up to, is it, Steve? I hear you've been partying. Yes, our foodworks up in Bradford had their anniversary party and our very own Stevie boy here went up and interviewed some of the people that have been really instrumental in setting up foodworks and making it so successful. So let's have a listen at what you got up to.
1: OK, so today we're here with Lee Barr who's the development manager at Foodworks. Now, people might not be aware that Foodworks, as well as being a major caterer in the city of Bradford, is also part of Yorkshire Housing. And I'm hoping that Kerry's going to tell us a bit about the Foodworks story. So, Kerry, over to you.
4: Hello, welcome. Welcome to our uh, fifth birthday party.
1: It's a great event as well.
4: Thank you. So, Foodworks story, gosh. I I started with Foodworks uh, just short of six years ago. Um, and the remit at the time was to develop um, an alternative to day services um, into uh, a sustainable enterprise that employed people with uh, learning disabilities in Bradford. So we deconstructed both of those worlds and built them back together again and on the 1st of July 2010, Foodworks was born and you know, the real driver for that was that we would compete commercially in, in both aspects of our business. So obviously the first is that we're a caterer and we offer various types of catering solutions, event catering, cafes, so on. And of course the other side is that we are a development training and employment service for um, vulnerable or disadvantaged people across Leeds and Bradford, uh, right. predominantly those with learning disabilities and mental health problems.
1: Great stuff. So we're here at Carla Sangham, which is a cultural and arts centre in the centre of Bradford. Yep. And uh, Foodworks has actually got some space. In fact, there's a cafe on the first, second? Third. Third floor. Thank you, Kerry, <laughs> of the building that Foodworks manage. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the, the cafe, because it's, it's where we're having the event today.
4: Sure. About 18 months ago, the, the opportunity to take over the cafe became available. And if you could see the space and you were in it, um, I think you'd, you'd know why we took it. Um, because it's described as a little oasis in the middle of Bradford. You wouldn't know by being here that you are literally a stone's throw away from the town centre. It is an absolute gem. It has as a building, because it's Southeast Asian Arts Centre, just has such a vibrant, colourful community that is open to anyone and everyone. It's totally accessible and inclusive. So for us, it was absolutely the space that we wanted to bring our studenies or trainees to to come and be involved in.
1: Great stuff, thank you Kerry. So we've, we know a little bit more about the history of Foodworks, as, as you were saying, a commercial business, and now we know a little bit about the place where Foodworks is based. Tell us a bit about the people, how many people actually benefit from Foodworks as, as a business, who's employed and how, how are people involved?
4: Mm. So we are a staff team of just under 30 people, half of whom have a learning disability or a disability of some description. We provide 82 Day placements across the week to um, vulnerable adults in Bradford, and we support a group of volunteers over in Leeds within acute mental health services. Not to mention the thousands of mouths that we feed each yeah. and every single day. I'm one of those. Yes, yeah, <laughs> me yeah. too. Yeah.
1: That's great. Kerry, thank you very much. Thanks Cheers, for Thank for you, having Kerry. Uh, right, so uh, Tom and I are still at Foodworks for their fifth anniversary party, and we're here with Joe Grant, who's the coaching services manager at Foodworks and Joe's going to tell us a bit about what it like to run the day-to-day operation here at Foodworks.
5: Well I'm here to tell you no day is ever the same but every day is absolutely fantastic at Foodworks and um, we have an immense amount of fun and um, while still you know keeping to our customers orders and quality control.
1: Well Kerry told us about the fact that Foodworks as well as being uh, providing a service and support for uh, vulnerable adults and people learning difficulties is also a commercial caterer. So how do you kind of balance that? I mean, when I've watched all these food programs, it looks quite hectic in the kitchen and people are whipping up and, you know, shouting and getting all angry and...
5: Well, it's not the the (laughs) most... But it's only down to the... The dedication and the hard work of the staff that work at FoodWorks, and you know the talent of the trainees themselves that Mm. make it possible. And we implement you know regimes and routines, but try and still build a bit of variety. And
1: do all the students get an opportunity to have some experience in each of the kind of um,
5: departments of FoodWorks? Absolutely everything. So from start to finish, they help with ordering, they help with food preparation, they help with counting up all the takings for the day and the banking, the valleying of the fleet of the vans that go out on delivery, delivery themselves. Whatever they want to get involved in, they are free to do so and they are a fantastic help to us. It's, it's all about having a great time and learning with, by doing and yeah. um, food with personality.
1: So what have you got planned for the future then, Joe? Uh, how, how do you see... The kitchen operation and the various catering bits and pieces that you do. How do you see that developing?
5: I really want to push our events catering, especially Um, we have recently done a couple of weddings for private customers and they've absolutely loved it. We love doing it and it was an absolute joy to do. Um, So more more of that um, building on the cafes customer group and more orders for the training kitchen really just developing developing yeah. developing great stuff and thank you very much for talking yeah, to us this thank afternoon you. Cheers.
1: cheers joe thank you we're pleased to have jill arnold here jill's deputy chairman of bradford and keithley magistrates service and she's attending the event today so welcome jill uh, to the yorkshire housing podcast you can you tell us a bit about why you're here
6: today yes uh we every year have a, a legal service at the cathedral, which is for all the magistrates and judges and anybody who's involved in the legal service. And then we have a, a fabulous lunch, which is the last, I like, think, four or five years has been here. And, and of course, you know the history of the food works, and yep. it's the waiters and waitresses are special needs, uh, which is fantastic. And I've got to say, they do a fantastic job, They're wonderful. We've had great experiences here. It's been right. Marvellous.
1: Presumably when you came you didn't know a lot about food works. what have you found to be some of the most interesting and unique aspects of the the way we run the the facility here?
6: Well it's unique in itself because it's given everybody a chance to do something um, worthwhile, earn a living, do a proper job, be appreciated. Sometimes um, it's very difficult for for people who have any kind of difficulties at all to to go forward into the real world and, and have opportunities. So, this is just brilliant, and they're just as good as anybody else. Uh, and we, we, we have a great time here, and we have lots of good rapport with the wags and waitresses when the serving is, and so on. So, right. it's, it's lovely, it's really good.
1: Jill. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much you're for you're your welcome. time. Great Thank great you. you. So, we're here again, we're still here, Tom and I, at Foodworks I'm full, Tom's merry, and we're, we're, we're we now have. Ben Whitehouse. Now, Ben's one of our star students here at Foodworks. For, for a number of reasons, he's not only a fantastic guy, but he's also recently had a wonderful experience in front of the cameras. Ben, do you want to tell us a bit about that?
7: It's been total mad rollercoaster of a year, the last 12 months, for sure. Um, had a very lucky experience, a once-in-a-lifetime experience, to go down to London and to get trained up and learn experience from Michelle Rue Jr., the chef there. Wow. He's uh, wow. He really chef, isn't he? Yeah. He is, yeah. Oh, um, such a lovely down to earth guy, though. Lovely right. guy. So, what sort um, of
1: things did you get up to then,
7: then? Oh, quite amazing what we had to do. Like, we we're there for about four weeks down in London and going down to Regent's Park and helping. Michelle Rue at uh, the London Food Festival wow. in his courtyard serving his food okay. and making his food. And even went over to Paris, which was quite intense for the weekend, to go insert a whole of his family his oh. uncle, his auntie, his nieces, his, his nephews, his wife. That must have been an amazing uh, experience, Ben. Absolutely. Yeah, amazing. it was. Uh, right. definitely given me the more, more confidence to go out more and talk to people about what I want to do. And even like me, myself, we have autism and. I'm, I would say more confident to talk about that to people, and right, that, say. Right. that shouldn't stop me. I'm doing
1: what I want to do. Fantastic. So we're here at FoodWorks
7: uh, for for the fifth anniversary.
1: It has made such an impact on the on the organisation, but it's been going such a relatively short time. Do you want to tell us a bit about what you do here at FoodWorks, Ben?
7: Yeah, I've been uh, part of FoodWorks now for three years, uh, three and a half years, and I started off. First, working in the cafe at Carla Sangham, uh, serving food, wiping tables, helping with the daily task. I gradually helped out at Dyson's now nice. at Yorkshire Housing. Yeah, I've seen you in uh, Dyson's, yeah, yeah on the food trolley. That, yeah. yeah, I really enjoy that. It's food from there and serving sandwiches there and meeting all lovely people at Yorkshire Housing. Yeah. I'm hoping to start, continue with that and I, help, I do help out with a fence as well with the food works. Fifth party that's going on now. I keep coming up with that. Please. Nice
1: one. You've done some weird and wonderful things over the last 12 months. And, and of course, you've benefited here from your experience at uh, at Foodworks. What's the future hold for for
7: you, Ben Whitehouse? What what, what are you going to do I'll next? Guess, I think definitely for sure it's more clear the future where I want to go now. And I enjoy the hospitality part. And I don't want to try and improve my career in that, like surfing food, doing all the big offence like this Foodworks yeah, fifth party yeah. for about the last ten years my, my future's been a bit blurred and not really know what I want to do but I want to like, improve my future more yeah. on that now and uh, improve and keep going keep going high yeah. well certainly from, from what Tom and I have seen today it, Foodworks have given you a fantastic platform
1: to, to launch your career and, and, and it's wonderful hearing about all your, your experiences so thank you very much today Ben oh, thank you
7: all the best thank Cheers. you very much thank
1: you
0: Well, I think that's it for this month, Steve. So um, we'll say goodbye and obviously we'll speak to you all next month.
1: Thank you. Goodbye.
0: Cheers. Bye-bye.